This is AgriPulse Drive Time, brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good afternoon, I'm Ben Nully. House Democrats want to provide another $16.5 billion in direct payments to farmers in a massive new coronavirus relief bill announced today. Known as the HEROES Act, the bill would authorize USDA to pay producers for disposing livestock and poultry who cannot take them to processors. American Farm Bureau Federation Chief Economist John Newton says more assistance to farmers will help bridge the gap, but says it could take quite some time for the farm economy to get back to a pre-COVID-19 environment. And it may look a lot different than what we were used to prior to this in terms of whether, you know, how people social distancing, wearing PPE equipment in public. So I think those are all things to, to pay attention to. The bill would also target assistance to dairy producers, specialty crop growers, biofuel producers, and textile mills. Republican Senator Joni Ernst of Iowa tells AgriPulse Democrats are getting ahead of themselves. We really do need to focus on what we have already provided across the nation, make sure that we are supporting the programs that are successful, and then tailoring any programs that aren't meeting the needs of our constituents. So I think we do need to be very thoughtful and measured as we move into a phase four package. The total price tag for the House bill comes in at $3 trillion, trampling the $2 trillion Coronavirus Aid Relief and Economy Security Act signed into law in March. The House is expected to vote on the legislation as early as Friday. Read more of Phil Brasher's story at agripulse.com. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Farmers and ranchers are in the business of feeding people. Though nothing is business as usual right now, we remain committed to making sure our friends and neighbors can feed their families. By expanding longtime partnerships with food banks and creating new ones, we're doing our very best to get fruits, vegetables, meat, milk, cheese, and more to those who need it the most. Corn futures ended five cents higher today as 2019 ending stock projections in USDA's World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates report came in lower than traders' expectations. USDA is projecting corn ending stocks for this marketing year at 2.09 billion bushels. Allendale broker Nathan Cardwell says most traders thought the number would be closer to 2.2 billion bushels. You know, they were, they were pretty supportive in the end. I mean, we were looking for some support. But we only bumped ending stocks in corn by 6 million bushels. So that was, I think, a little bit of a surprise when they were looking for a little bit more. Soybean ending stocks for the 2019-20 crop year were raised to 580 million bushels, which is higher than the 497 million that traders anticipated. Um, You know, those ending stocks were raised much higher than expected um, as they did lower uh, exports by 100 million bushels. Uh, and then that was going ahead and uh, placing to the bottom line of the 580, which uh, increased that number that everybody uh, was looking at. Old crop wheat stocks were raised to 978 million bushels, lower than last year's estimate of 1.08 billion, but higher than traders' predictions of 969 million bushels. Read more of that story at agripulse.com. Producers along a line stretching from Iowa to northeast of Kentucky should keep a close eye on emerged corn after last week's cool temperatures. USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey says some areas likely saw frost damage. You might have noticed that Minnesota uh, had 32% corn emerged by May 10th, and Illinois wasn't too far behind with 23%. Both of those states got hit 
pretty hard by the freeze, especially northern Illinois and then northwestward into Iowa and Minnesota. So certainly watching that early emerged corn. Rippy fears replanting may not be out of the question for some. Some of that, the low temperatures in a few pockets did drop into the lower to mid-20s, a lot more areas in the middle to upper 20s. And that could prove fatal to some of the corn that in some cases may need to be replanted. According to USDA's crop progress report as of Monday, 24% of the U.S. corn crop has emerged compared to 9% this time last year. Some 67% of the crop has been planted compared to 28% last year. 38% of the soybean crop has been planted compared to 8% last year. For the latest agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. For Agripulse, I'm Ben Nully.